Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Ebony Griffin, your host of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. This is going to be an interesting episode. So y'all, there is a poll, a Gallup poll that was done on July 6, 2022, and it was in the Washington Times and the Christian Post, and I will put those articles in the description box, so I'll have those for you as well as the scriptures as I always do. Um, but this poll showed, as as far as the results, several things that Americans, their confidence in the Bible's truthfulness or veracity is at an all-time low. Now, this same study was done in 2017, and the results were a little bit higher than now, um, but it's just 20% of, 20% professing a belief that the religious book, the Bible, is the literal word of God. So that means that 20% of these individuals really doubt that the Bible is the truth. That is the literal word of God. Um, And, you know, I'll give you a little bit more about the study. It was a random sample of um, over a thousand adults, and these were all Americans, and, you know, they even portion it out to show that 40% of the respondents they who identified as Christian or born again um, actually view the Bible as the actual word of God. So I think that's different from the religious book being a literal word. But then you also break it down to 40% of people who are, are Christians, are in the faith. They view the Bible as the actual word of God, which it is. Only 40% will happen to the other ones. Very, you know, interesting. Only 40% actually view it as the word of God. If it's not the actual word of God, then what is it? So, okay. And then um, 29% are out here believing that the Bible is a collection of fables So you think that Moses crossing the Red Sea, Lazarus being raised from the dead, Jesus living, being crucified and raising, being raised from the dead for our sins. That's a collection of fables and fairy tales. This is what these people believe. So, um, you know, what this poll, this Gallup poll is showing that people doubt the Bible. They doubt the truthfulness of the Bible And right now, more Americans are scripture doubters than they are believers. And to me, that is really sad, especially when our country has the most missionaries that minister to other countries. And this is important because a lot of countries don't have access to the TV, only certain channels. They don't have access to a lot of these social media websites like their government pretty much can I tell them what they can watch they don't have access to bibles um they some even the christian faith they don't have access to being able to like worship in the way that they want the freedoms that we have as americans um and our country bears god's light to others using the bible 
okay so we're going over to other countries and we're talking to them but in our country we have this large percentage of people who are doubting that the scriptures are real um we're doubting that the bible is the actual word of god we're doubting that the um book of the bible is the literal word of god and so that just seems like it is a little bit of a difference for me um but and i think that there is this doubt and the doubt is the percentage is getting higher over the years because people are not getting in their word I really believe that it's because people are not reading their Bible for themselves. They're not taking the time to read their Bible. Instead, they're, you know, instead of reading the book, they are on Facebook. You know, instead of um, meditating and talking scriptures to encourage others and encourage themselves, no, they're TikToking. And I can't say it enough how important it is to read your Bible so because I can't say it enough I'm going to give you 21 quick facts about this good book and these facts will be straight from scripture and I will um I think it will just going over this will help you to be sure that the Bible is the literal word of God and that it's the only truth standard that we have it's not about my truth. It's not about your truth or somebody else's truth. I know we kind of say that all the time. Well, my truth is this. My truth is that. Listen, the only truth that matters is what did that good book say? What did the Bible say? And so I'll go through these 21 facts. I'll try to make it quick, but it's a lot of scripture. So let me get started. Number one, John chapter one, verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we held, we beheld this glory and the glory as of, as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. So in this uh, scripture, John chapter one, verse 14, we know that the word was made flesh. We know that we are talking about Jesus being made flesh, coming to dwell amongst us. Um, and, and so this gives a description of the word being made flesh, which, we, which is our connection to Jesus Christ. Number two, Second uh, Timothy verse three sixteen. All scripture is inspired or breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction or training in righteousness. So this lets you know that scripture, the word of God, is given, it's breathed out, it is inspired by God. It's inspired by God and it is profitable. So the purpose of it is going to be for teaching, for reproof, for correcting. So when you hear somebody say something that's wrong, then you can say, oh, no, sister, no, brother, that's not right. Well, how are you going to do that if you don't actually know the word yourself? That's one of the reasons why it is important to get in the word. So that's number two. Number three, Romans chapter 15, verse four, for whatsoever was written in former days was written for our learning that through patience and through comfort of the scriptures we might have hope so this scripture links the old testament law with the new testament because it's talking about what was written in the former days is also for our learning and we read from second timothy verse 3 and 16 
that it is for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and instruction, for learning and righteousness. But this goes further, this Romans chapter 15, verse 4, and lets us know that we we have it for learning to, inc- to comfort us, to encourage us, to give us patience and hope. So the scripture is hopeful for us. Number four, Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Matthew 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth may pass away, but my word will not pass away. Isaiah number six, Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the things for which I sent it. This one is really a beautiful one because it lets you know that when you pray the scriptures, when you speak the scriptures over your life, that it will not, you know, turn up void. It will not return to you empty. It will always be effective in God like it's it once it you know the word of God coming out of your mouth it will not return void it's going to accomplish the purpose that you've set for it in prayer number seven Psalms 119 and 105 verse 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path now um this one I like because It lets you know that the word will light up your path. It will guide you and light your path up. You ever been somewhere on a trail and it's super dark and then somebody just kind of has a little bit of a light and it just kind of beams and lights up the entire way so that you know the direction you want to go in. That to me is what I hear when I read this scripture out loud, it's a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Number eight, Joshua chapter one, verse eight, the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous. Then you shall have good success. So this is really straightforward here don't let the words from the book of the law from the bible itself we're going to say the book of the law the old testament and the new because they're one book now um that you you and i don't allow it to depart we have to continue to speak it and we need to be meditating on it day and night that's what this scripture is saying and in doing so doing all that is written in the book our way will be prosperous and we'll have good success i mean i think it um that one i I really do love joshua 1 and 8 number 9 hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 through 14 for the word of god is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of the soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart and no creature is written is hidden i'm sorry from his sight 
but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confessions. <coughs> Excuse me. So here, it, I mean, this one is very well written. The, these scriptures are very well written in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12 through 14. It lets us know that the word of God, the words that are in this Bible are living. It's active and sharper than any two-edged sword, uh, piercing through the divisions of the soul. Have you ever just heard a scripture and it totally, somebody said something and it just, this scripture and it totally like fit your situation or you were reading the word and these the scripture just popped out you've read that chapter before and it it just you kept going but what but in this particular day it just kind of popped up or magnified up or it's just like it raised from the page to me that is letting you know how active and living it is you can take one scripture and for somebody else God will allow it to mean something and for me it will mean something different because it is catered God caters it to our situation the scripture doesn't change it stays the same God doesn't change he stays the same but how he allows it to pierce through our soul and of our spirit and our marrow he gets there he gets in there deep with that word and so this that scripture i just absolutely love number 10 psalm 29 7 through 11 the law of the lord is perfect reviving the soul the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple the precepts of the lord are right rejoicing the heart the commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. And keeping them, there is a great reward. So here, this scripture in Psalm 29, verse 7 through 11, starts out from the gate saying, The law of the Lord is perfect. It revives the soul. And then it ends at, In keeping the law, there is a great reward. So it's all these beautiful things. It provides testimonies. It allows our hearts to be rejoiced. It's pure. It enlightens our eyes. But ultimately, in keeping the word, this perfect word of the Lord, it is a great reward to us. Number 11, Matthew 4, verse 4. This is Jesus speaking, red letters. He answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. So that lets you know. There's no bread, there's no food, there's no favorite meal that is going to be satisfying and fulfilling like that word of God that comes from the mouth of God. So number 12, Psalms 119 verse 9. How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. So he keeps his way pure by guarding 
it according to God's word. Number 13, Jeremiah 23, verse 29. Is it is not my word like a fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. This shows the powerfulness of the word of God. It, it is our weapon. It's your weapon against the problems of the world. It's your weapon against your um, issues within your family, uh, on your job, wherever you have issues, it is your weapon. Um, and, you know, he's talking about the this one little sentence, really. The word is like a fire. Okay. And then he goes on to say it's a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. I mean, two, how powerful is that? How can we doubt that? How can we doubt its truth when it's so powerful in regards to what it will do? The word, what the word will do. Uh, number 14, Isaiah 40 and 8. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God will stand forever. Forever and ever and ever forever that's one of the reasons why this book is thousands of years old it's a bestseller when we leave this earth this book is going to continue this word will stand forever number 15 psalms 37 and 31 the law of his god is in his heart his steps do not slip so this is possibly david writing the law of his god is in his heart when god is in your heart your steps will not slip you will not slip with with god's law in your heart so put him in your heart you guys put him in your heart put that law in your heart number 16 james chapter 1 verse 22 be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves now this is linked to number three um in that Faith is increased by hearing the word of God, um, but we must also be doers. And sometimes through life, there may be some inconsistencies where things may not match when you may be a hearer of the word, but not a doer, or you might be um, a doer of the word, but you're just really not focused on hearing. But hopefully you are striving, you and I are striving to be hearers and doers of the word. Otherwise, we would be deceiving ourselves. So number 17, Psalms chapter, Psalm 33, verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. So the word of the Lord is right. Don't let anybody tell you it's wrong, because this one verse tells you that the word of the Lord is right, and all his work is done in truth. Everything that he's done, everything that he will do in the future is done in truth. Number 18, John chapter 1, verse 1 through 2. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Again, this is talking about Jesus. He has been there from the beginning, and he will be there in the end. This, this is Jesus. He's with us every day and it's a it's a pleasure to serve them so again in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god 
so that is john chapter 1 verse 1 through 2 number 19 we're we're gaining ground we're almost done we have 21 so we're on number 19 john chapter 17 verse 17 sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth again this is another confirmation that the word of God that is in this book, this Bible, that Bible that you carry or just leave on your nightstand on Psalm 23, whatever you do with it, it is the truth. Those words in there are the truth. Number 20, Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. In all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. So again, we are reminded, we've gotten three scriptures where we are reminded that the word of God, the word of Christ is for teaching, is for instruction, is for training. And this is this adds a little bit more, not just for teaching, but for admonishing one another for saying okay because we heard earlier it's about correction but this is for admonishing one another that encouraging each other using songs using hymns singing we we just have so much power in using scripture last one number 21 proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 through 22 my son attend to my words incline their ear unto my sayings so again this is um you know a proverb where god is letting us know how we are to conduct ourselves with the word attend to the word how do we do it we we talked about earlier meditating on the word day and night that was in joshua inclining our ears to god's sayings how will we know his sayings if we get in the word so what is the big thought here the big thought is read your bible don't let the devil lie to you and tell you you don't understand it because it's too hard to understand that's a whole lie okay there are so many versions that are helpful with breaking down the scriptures and i would uh, you know challenge you to avail yourself to those things if you ask God, God will give you a supernatural understanding of the Bible. He'll break down verses for you. You don't have to be some college-educated thousand degrees to do it, okay? He took people that were fishermen and of different professions, all kind of professions, and made sure that they were able to speak eloquently and intelligently about who he was he he revealed himself to them and so when you have that testimony it doesn't matter about your educational status that means nothing to god so uh, ask god to give you supernatural understanding and for real for real when they do this same poll two to three years from now and somebody asks you about the bible you know i want you to be be like look nah 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 this bible this bible is the truth and nothing but the truth it is from god why and how do you know it because we just walked through 21 facts and you have heard multiple times that it says the word is the truth okay 
The word of God is the truth. So hold on to these 21 facts about the word of the Bible and the so that you too will understand that there is veracity and truth in the word. Hold fast to the living word, which is Jesus Christ. And stay in your word. Like get in your word, stay in your word. Uh, you got to step up your learning. Step up your understanding of the Bible now. We both got to do it. We all got to do it. We can't wait until later because later might be where we've run out of time. So it's important for us to get in that word right now. And the times are getting harder and harder. And this is not the time to be going through life with doubts. Especially about something that is so foundational you know if you say that you are a christian if you listen to this i hope you are um but you really want to have some foundational truths and know these reasons so if anyone asks you you can really support your faith and what you believe it's important for you to be able to stand on what you believe and you're not going to know it if you don't get in the word Okay, so that is um, all my friends. We um, That's all I have. You know, we can't go through life with doubts, you know, especially not in this. Um, but we're going to we're going to get in our words. We're going to hold fast to these 21 facts. We're going to ask God for understanding. And no matter how much, you know, uh, I'll say this and I'll end it. But no matter how much you know and I know this applies to me like no matter how much I read the Bible it's always something that I don't know I am always asking God to help me to reveal something to me to help me to understand you just never get to good in the word that you're not doing that like that it was just constantly learning about God's character through this book so there is truthfulness in this book. There is veracity in this book. It is the li- literal word of God. And so I hope that with us going through these that you were able to see that. Um, so again, that's all my friends. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast. Thanks for listening. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts.